The Kansas City Royals get embarrassed on back-to-back nights. Plus, the Angels fired Joe Madden and the Phillies fired Joe Girardi. What can the Royals learn from these two decisions by other franchises? All of this and more coming up on today's Locked On Royals podcast on Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Royals podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Email the show, LockdownRoyals at gmail.com. On today's show, which is brought to you by rockauto.com amazing selections reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com tell them locked on sent you in the how did you hear about us box and they'll know what to do from there we're going to dive into the kansas city royals and talk all about their last two nights against toronto and discuss how the news around baseball is impacting Kansas City. But I do want to tell you thank you right now for making Locked On Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball. For your second listen, please go check out the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Check out Locked On MLB for the national side of things. Check out Locked On MLB prospects to get up to date on the upcoming MLB draft and also what's going on right now around the minor leagues. Check all that fun stuff out. We're going to switch up the agenda because, of course, we can grade the roster tomorrow. Uh, that's the beauty of everyday's show. <laughs> we can move some things around and have many days to fill, but this, you know, this kind of struck at the perfect time where the Angels fired Joe Madden today. And so our Tuesday episode will be talking about the Angels firing Joe Madden and talking about the disgrace that was these last two games against Toronto. And then tomorrow on Wednesday, we will grade the entire roster. We'll grade um, every Royals player on the roster. So a lot to get to. I want to start with the Angels and the Phillies firing their managers. It is a shame to see the Kansas City Royals organization be so content with being a poorly ran organization and being the worst organization in baseball and one of the worst in sports over the last 30 years, 35 years. Look, they won a World Series. They went to another one. That's great. They've had three winning seasons in my lifetime. We can go back and look at those World Series runs and how fluky they each were. 
if the A's close out that wild card game, and if the Astros don't choke and the Blue Jays don't choke and Lucas Duda can throw a ball from first, then you're looking at all those different playoff scenarios a lot differently because this is a results-based industry, a results-based life that we're living in in terms of baseball. And the results say that the Royals do a lot more losing than winning. Picture this. Even with two World Series trips under their belt, since 2000, the Royals have the worst record in baseball. That's pretty hard to do, especially considering in one of those seasons you went wire to wire winning the division and, of course, winning the World Series. But yet still, you're one of the worst teams in baseball. And it's not as though winning those World Series, winning that World Series and going to the second changed anything. You lost for 30 straight years. You got into the big dance in 2014, went to the World Series, failed, got to the World Series in 2015. You never got back. You never really came particularly close out of whatever season in, in, in 16 where it was close enough. 17 was mediocre at best. And then ever since then, you've fallen right back off the cliff of being the worst team in baseball over and over again, losing 100-plus games over and over again. And then this year, this year is where it gets dangerous for Kansas City. Kansas City's witnessed a lot of losing. They pride themselves on being this great sports town. But this season can really break this organization as a whole because you look at how apathetic the organization seems, and that's bound to seep into the fan base, especially here in a month, whenever you start open up St. Joseph's and you're going to St. Joe's and you're watching chiefs practice. And then you've got August uh, preseason football on, and then you've got full steam ahead on a very interesting chief season. Folks, we're a month away from nobody watching the Royals. Even if you have access to watch the Royals. So the fact that the organization seems fine with losing and seems fine with running out Dayton Moore every single year, even though he sucks at his job, and same for Mike Matheny, and same for Cal, and same for everybody else in the organization. If you're fine with sucking, we're fine with you sucking. We'll go find something else to do. The wide majority of people don't even have Bali Sports on their, on their cable packages right now. The Bali Sports streaming service still hasn't launched. They can't watch the Royals even if they wanted to, and all they see every single day from those that do watch the Royals is, this team doesn't care. This team sucks. This team is never going to get it right. So then why would they be interested in that whenever they could watch them? They'll go find new things to watch. They'll empty out their Netflix queues. They'll save their money and not go to the ballpark because they want to go to St. Joe's instead or want to go to a Chiefs game instead. Would you rather go to four or five Royals games or go to one Chiefs game? I'd rather go to one Chiefs game. Would you rather go to a weekend series or go down to St. Joe's? I'd rather go down to St. Joe's, maybe get an autograph, watch some practice football. Would you rather spend a night, if, if you're not getting paid to do this, would you rather spend a night watching the Royals get embarrassed or would you rather watch Stranger Things? Well, watch Stranger Things. But that's the culture the Royals are building. That's very dangerous. We're going to talk about that culture and how the Angels and Phillies are trying to fix it and the Royals are not coming up. But first, I want to tell you right now, our good friends over at rockauto.com. With the increasing number of makes and models, it's nearly impossible for your local chain to have everything you need for every single 
individual car and every car that you drive. So why endure that pointless process whenever you could go to rockauto.com? Rockauto.com has an amazing selection. We're reliably low prices. All the purchase car of need, rockauto.com. And folks, they're going to have what you need. But also, my favorite part about rockauto.com is that I know nothing about cars. And that sounds pretty strange, right? How is that the most important part for you or the, mo- or the best part for you? It's because I don't have to know anything about cars. All I have to know is my make, my model, my year, and they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way I'm not wasting time, effort, or money on parts I cannot use or parts I do not need. It's that simple. It's that easy. And I, I just want to say, since it's online, rockauto.com doesn't know if I'm a do-it-yourselfer or if I am somebody who is a mechanic in my real job. So they're going to give me the same low price to give everybody else. Whereas if I go to a local auto parts store, when they, when I walk in the door, they know I'm a sucker. Whenever I walk in the door, they know, right? They know that I know nothing and I'll pay anything that they tell me to pay. And so don't get taken advantage of. Go to rockout.com. Tell them Lockdown sent you. In the how did you hear about a Spox? And then we'll from there. Rockauto.com, amazing selection, or reliably low prices, all the parts your car they need. Rockauto.com. We have a very important favor to ask you. We've put together a survey so you can learn more about uh, our listeners, so we can learn more about you and make your favorite Lockdown Podcast even better. So this opportunity is for you to tell us what you like and don't like about Lockdown Podcast. Go to LockdownPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It will not take very long. And everyone who completes the survey, it will not take very long for you to complete. If you complete it, you can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. Everybody who completes it does qualify for the chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. So to go take our audience survey, go to LockdownPodcast.com slash survey. That's LockdownPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you for your help. Now, I want to continue on talking about the Kansas City Royals. The reason that this is so embarrassing is because the culture in Kansas City is just allowing them to lose. Think about the pie chart, right? There's a, there's a large fraction that just doesn't care about real baseball. They suck. They've sucked for five years. Um, yeah, 2015, 2014 was great, but they suck. And the chiefs are perennial Super Bowl contenders. Let's talk chiefs 24, seven, 365, and worry about how the chiefs win their next Super Bowl. Whenever we have a generational quarterback who I think is the best quarterback to ever play the game of football. Let's talk about that exciting thing. So that's a big portion of the possible sports fans in Kansas city. The other portion is Royals truthers who wear Royals colored glasses and just, they feel like you should support your team no matter what's happening. And I, you know, I like Bob Fesco's show, listen to it. And the only thing I disagree with Bob Fesco about is he said the other day, you know, 30, you know, 29 other teams will line up to hire Dayton Moore. No, they wouldn't. I hate to break it to you, but no, they wouldn't. First of all, the Rays, the Dodgers, the Yankees, right? The Padres, Cleveland. They wouldn't be 
beating down the door of Dayton Moore and firing all their guys to uh, to hire Dayton Moore. Listen, the the ceiling for Dayton Moore would be exactly what Cleveland's already got. Somebody who can cheaply keep them competitive. The world's been trying to do that for 30 years. They've done it twice. Cleveland's competitive every single year. Minnesota, much better in organization. They can go out and sign colors Korea. They can actually develop pitching. Toronto, look at the moves they've been making. They wouldn't want Dayton Moore. Yankees wouldn't want Dayton Moore. Boston wouldn't want Dayton Moore. Tampa Bay wouldn't want Dayton Moore. Baltimore is a much better system than you do, and they develop better than you do. Houston, dang sure wouldn't want Dayton Moore. Angels, they might want Dayton Moore because they would sell to themselves, well, we were already spending all this money. Let's get somebody who's won a World Series. Rangers, they don't want Dayton Moore. Seattle, they don't want Dayton Moore. Oakland, again, they have a better version of Dayton Moore. They're trying to lose, and they still have a better record than Dayton Moore is when Dayton Moore said he's trying to win. Mets, no. Braves, no. Phillies, no. Marlins, no. Again, they can actually develop pitching. Uh, He tried to take the Marlins, you know, the Marlins meta or the Marlins kind of plan, and he failed at developing the pitching part, which is kind of important, folks. Look at the Marlins run differential. They should have have a much uh, better season. If they were playing in the AO Central, folks, they'd be a really good team, the Marlins would. Nationals, I don't think so. Brewers, Cardinals, no, no. Pittsburgh, maybe. Cubs, no. Reds, I mean, they're literally trying to lose, so it's hard to say that it's their GM's fault. And then again, Dodgers, Padres, Giants, no, no, no. Arizona, trending in a better direction than you are. Colorado, trending in a better direction than you are. So find me the 29 other teams that beat on the door to hire Dayton Moore as a president of baseball operations. As a community outreach guy, Sure. Great things in the community, but you're not being paid to be a community outreach guy. If you want to be a community outreach guy, step down from baseball and just worry about how to grow the Royals and the community. So there are Royals fans who just think everything that the Royals do is awesome, and eventually Wit, Salvi, and all the rest of them will eventually snap out of it. There's Royals fans who don't care. Don't care unless they're winning, and they've only won twice in 30 years. They've only won twice in, in my entire lifetime. And then there's a minority of people who actually do care. And the sad part is there's not a soul in the organization that cares. The ownership doesn't care. The baseball operations office doesn't care. The players don't care. The coaching staff doesn't care. It's clear that there's no minor league development going on, so they don't care either. Nobody cares. Nobody wants to fix this. And you can tell that by the Phillies who are just desperate. They're trying to improve their roster every single year. They're making significant signings every single year. They're bringing in Harper. They're bringing in Castellanos. They're bringing in uh, all these guys. And they're still failing. And so they're not just sitting on their hands and saying, well, what can you do? No, they're firing Joe Girardi, who's a much better manager than Mike Matheny. The Angels, they have a generational talent. Two of them, actually. They keep failing. What do they do? They're firing a manager in Joe Madden who's a much better manager than Mike Matheny. You can say whatever you want to about, Mike, about, about Joe Madden, Madden's uh, antics. I, I agree with you. I don't like Joe Madden either. But we can all agree he's much better than Mike Matheny. Folks, 
baseball has a problem with marketing, which is well documented by baseball historians, baseball truthers, baseball lifers, baseball fans, baseball media, baseball everything. That's well documented. But two of the most well-known managers in the sport, in fact, the two most well-known managers of the sport, got fired this weekend for having a better record than Mike Matheny did. They have a better record this year than Matheny. They have a better track record in their careers than Matheny. They cared more than Matheny. Joe Madden was blindsided by this, shocked, devastated. Girardi, same thing. He was trying his butt off to get that right. Madden, same thing. Didn't work. And they got canned. Because those organizations, the Angels and the Phillies, care about getting better. The Royals don't. And folks, you can look back at the Phillies and say, well, their postseason World Series against the Rays was a long time ago in the early 2000s. It's getting a long time away from 2015 too, folks. Wake up. Track a calendar. Count backwards. Angels, it's a long ways away from their World Series in the early 2000s. That's going to be you in a couple of years. And the difference is you're not going to fight like hell to get better the way that they are. Because you can't fire Mike Matheny. You can't pay Carlos Santana $8 million to go away. Folks, when we're talking about paying $8 million to go away, I heard the same thing from Josh Vernier on the Bob Fisco show as well, which you have to take care of your sources here. Those guys station is the direct partner for the Kansas City Royals. They're not going to battle out the organization. They have Matheny on their show every single week. They have players on their shows every single week. They have the pre and post game and the game coverage on their, on their station every single game. They're mouthpieces for the organization. But what Matheny said is going to lead you all astray. Baseball has totally guaranteed contracts. You're cutting that $8 million check to Carlos Santana, whether he plays every single game or doesn't. So you can easily cut bait with that $8 million of Carlos Santana. The way that Josh Ringer tried to fool you guys was by saying, if you're the owner of this team, would you really want to cut any more checks for this failing roster? You're not cutting more checks. That's not what you're doing. You're paying the same amount of money. You're giving Santana his money early. You're giving it to him in June instead of September. And folks, if you have an ownership group that can't afford to pay $8 million now versus in September, you're not going to have Bobby Wood Jr. for long. He's going to walk in free agency because you're not going to cut a $200 million check if you can't cut an $8 million check. You're just not. You're just not. So don't let him fool you. And whatever money you have to pay to Nick Prado whenever he calls up here and just a salary to MLB salary, again, if you cannot pay Nick Prado or Vinny, whatever their adjusted salary would be for coming up to the major leagues, then you cannot pay Bobby Witt Jr. or Jim Melendez whenever they become you know, stars in this league. If they ever pan out, because we know their development system in the Royals history is not in their favor. But if they somehow escape the depths of hell that is the Royals organization, then they're going to have to get paid elsewhere because the Royals can't even pay Carlos Santana $8 million to go away and call up a young player that can actually develop. The difference in the Royals and other teams is culture. The Royals act like they have culture. They've banned porn from the locker room, right? They're in the community every week, right? They don't. They don't have baseball culture. They just don't, and they don't care. And this is where the things get dangerous. When it's clear and obvious that the players don't care, when it's clear and obvious that the 
coaching staff doesn't care, when it's clear and obvious that the front office doesn't care, when it's clear and obvious that the ownership group doesn't care, good luck. Good luck keep keeping a fan base engaged for another Hunter loss season. Good luck getting a fan base to be entertained by Rose Baseball. Have your downtown ballpark, whatever. Come July, that downtown ballpark will have 20 people in it. Just the way the K does right now. has 15 people in it on this long homestand. Because football will always be king, and especially whenever you're going up against a football team like the Chiefs. Because I'd rather sit here and talk this entire podcast about the Chiefs. Make my life easier. But instead, we're stuck with these guys that don't care and that are a bunch of losers. It's one thing to lose. It's another thing to be a loser. And you're seeing which one Kansas City falls in. Coming up, let's talk about the embarrassing efforts from the last two nights for Kansas City. But first, let's say right now, better good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off of your next order. Folks, you want to check them out. Built Bar has caramel brownie. They have birthday cake puffs. They have all these amazing things that you're going to get your hands on. Built Bar is a protein bar. Tastes like a candy bar. It's great pre-workout or post-workout or even as a meal replacement or a snack. Make sure you check them out today by going to built.com. Promo code LOCK16. Get 16% off of your next order. Make sure you check them out today. And my personal part about Built Bar is that they're great pre-workout or post-workout or even as a meal replacement or a snack. And honestly, Built Bar has so many flavors that it makes choosing the healthy option even easier because you're not having to choose the same flavors over and over and over and over again. You can mix it up because they have so many options for you. So go check them out today by going to built.com promo code lock 15, 15% off of your next order built.com promo code lock 15, 15% off of your next order. We are back in the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Email the show, LockdownRoyals at gmail.com. Let's talk about it. These last two awful games from Kansas City, which I'm sure will have some sort of excuse for. Um, here coming up whenever, wherever else you listen to Royals content and coverage, but let's talk. Monday night was the most embarrassing baseball game you're ever going to watch. The Royals might as well have gotten no hit. They produced two hits, both off the bat of Michael A. Taylor. He also drew a walk. That was the only base runner of the evening for the Royals was Michael A. Taylor. No one else drew a walk. No one else got a hit. What is regarded as one of the worst years in all of baseball two years ago. The worst year in all of baseball two years ago was your only source of offense. Three base runners, all three were were Michael A. Taylor. While Toronto puts 10 hits on the board and eight runs on the board. Daniel Lynch just gets absolutely crushed. Your pitching staff has a huge aggression. Another young pitcher on a huge regression. But don't dare question Cal Eldridge, right? Who's never done anything in this league or this sport or this or for this organization or anyone else. 
Cow's a fraud. Matheny, a fraud. Dayton Moore, a fraud. I don't care about the Mickey Mouse ring. Next day, Royals get six hits, but they're shut out again. But Attendee gets a hit. Salvi gets a hit. You know how many extra base hits, though? None. None. Carlos Bogos, two for four. Brad Keller, supposed to be one of your guys. Six innings, three runs, seven hits allowed. Four strikeouts, two walks. Fine little day. For a fourth starter. Problem is, every time we say there's a good pitching performance, it's the caveat of if he was your fourth starter. Well, folks, you got a bunch of fourth starters, which is odd and peculiar for a team that's invested their entire rebuild around starting pitchers and around college pitchers, but they all suck. And that's unfair to the players. They don't suck. The Royals suck at developing them. They can't help what they got drafted. They got drafted to the worst organization in sports. Oh, they paid the minor leaguers in the lockout. Cool. I'm glad that they paid minor leaguers during the COVID and during the lockout. Thank you for having human decency, Dayton Moore. But guess what? I want you to be good at your job and have human decency. It shouldn't be one or the other. It, just because you have human decency doesn't mean you can't be good at your job. So tomorrow... We'll grade the entire roster for the Royals. Most of them are going to get Fs, spoiler alert, but we'll still do it. So I'll be back tomorrow on Wednesday. Until then, be good and be good to one another.